Hagigat daf yud aleph. The last thing we were discussing was me'ilot. If someone misused something of kodesh, the halachot of me'ilot are mountains hanging by hairs. Rameh Bar said, we're talking about someone who sent the messenger with money of Kodesh, and uh, the person who sent the messenger is Hayav. Rabbah didn't like that answer, and he said, we're talking about a person who sent the messenger with money of Kodesh, and then he remembered in the middle, and the messenger is Hayav. Rabbah didn't like that. He said, we're talking about a person who gave a stone of Hekdesh to his friend. The person who gave it is Hayav, not the friend. The Gemara didn't like that answer, so they said we're talking about a treasurer who used a, a brick of Kodesh for his house, and once he lived under it, a Shavet is Hayav, and the Gemara didn't understand why, and they said that was Harina Tullin Basara, and with that we are starting with Aleph Amud Aleph, six lines in, in the middle of the line, where it says, Umay Kushya. And the Gemara asks, what caused the problem with that? Deal Malik Dirav, maybe like what Rav said, the Amar Rav, Kigon Hal Pi Aruba. We're talking about a situation where you didn't change the rock, you didn't do anything to the rock, you just took and you put it on top of a chimney or you put it on top of a hole on top of your house and uh, it's just there, you didn't change anything. Meaning, if you lived under it and you had benefit from that stone, in then your mo'il, if you didn't live under that uh, that stone, then you're not mo'il. Rather, you have to go back before where the person gave the money to the shaliyah and then he remembered that it was Kodesh and the shaliyah the da'averaud kakashelach mididava motzimaotek dish laholin and when you wanted to say hey maybe it's the same thing as a person taking uh, Kodesh money and using it for holin it's the same halakha over there you could say okay person knew this was Kodesh money he took it out of the Kodesh box and he spent it on uh, pizza for example then okay you know you didn't avera you should have checked out before you took that money out of the box what this money was over here the shaliyah didn't know anything he just took the money went to go buy pizza how is he supposed to know what the guy was thinking or wasn't thinking and why is he this is exactly what we mean when we're talking about mountains that are hanging by hairs meaning there's not so much written on this and still there's a lot of halachot now we learned in the Mishnah Mikra mu'at v'halachot merubot is very little psukim, a lot of halachot, tana, nega'im, the halachot of tzarat, v'aholot, tum'atmet, mikra mu'at v'halachot merubot, there's very little psukim, a lot of halachot, and the g'mask, nega'im mikra mu'at, nega'im mikra merubehu, what are you talking about, tzarat, very little psukim, opposite, there's a lot of psukim, there's tzriyam, tzorah, there's a whole uh, section about it. There's a lot of psukim, very little halachot. Aholot, the halachot of Tumat met, their mikram wad, very little psukim, halachot merubot, and a lot of halachot. And the Gemara says, Mainaf kamina, what do we care? What's the practical difference? So the Gemara explains, you should know. If you have a sheila and negaim, if you have a question about uh, Tzara'at, look in the Pesukim. Now you'll get your answer. And if you have a Sheila in Halchot of Tumat Mehet, you got to look in the Mishnayot because the most Halchot are in the Mishnah. Now we learned in the Mishnah Dinin. Money laws have what to rely on. The Gemara says only what to rely on? They're, they're written in depth. There's a lot of Pesukim. Why do you say just what, uh, there's a Smach? There's a lot on it. So the Gemara explains, No, it's coming to explain to us like Rabbi said, Rabbi Omer, 
He said, it says in Pashat Mishpatim, if two people fight and someone hurts a pregnant woman and the baby dies, the Pasuk says, Venatata nefesh tahat nefesh, a soul under a soul. And we understand that to mean mamon, you have to pay the money for it. Ata omer, mamon, is it money? Or maybe you have to actually kill someone. It says, you have to give money. And it says, before, when it's talking about you have to pay. And that pasuk is also going, if a person hurts a pregnant woman and her children die. The same over there is money. Here also is money. And it's not written specifically, explicitly in the pasuk. That's why it's just, now another thing is avodot. We said by the avodot also yeshlen amashi smochu. So the Gemara asks, what are you talking about? The korbanot mikdav ketivan they are they written? The Gemara answers, lo nitzrachayla leholachat adam. Now we're talking about bringing the blood after the blood was accepted into a keli into a bowl. You have to take it and throw it on the mizbeach. The Tanya. Veikrivu. It says bene haron they brought they bring the blood to the mizbeach. And what's veikrivu mean? Zo kabalat adam. That's accepting the blood. Vafekar hamana bilshon holacha. And the pasuk said it as holacha, not as uh, walking with the blood. Echti veikriva kohenet akovektiram is behava marmor zo halachat ebarim lakevish. That's walking with the limbs to the to the ramp. And you see that the word holacha is veikriv. Holacha is all the same. It's basically coming to tell me that the, uh, that the accepting of the blood and the walking with the blood is also considered an avodah. So that's what it means. It only has a smach from the Torah. It's not explicitly written. Teharot. Uh, we said the Teharot are also the, there's what to rely on. It's not uh, straight up written in the Torah. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Mechtav Ketivan, it's written. So the Gemara says, no, lo nitzrachai ala shi'ur mikveh, de lo ketiva. The mikveh, you need 40 se'ah. It doesn't say anywhere in Torah that you need 40 se'ah. De tanya, verachatz, b'mayim, you have to wash yourself in the water, b'mei mikveh, and it has to be a place where the water is gathered together. It kol besaro, what's that word, kol? Mayim shekol gufo ole bahin. It has to be enough water that a person's entire body could be under the water at the same time. How much water is that? It's an ama wide, ama long, three amot up. Hachamim were able to measure and able to figure out that a mikveh is 40 se'ah. So it doesn't say it's straight out in the pasuk. It's something Hachamim had to figure out on their own. And that's why Yeshleim Amashi Smochu and they're not actually written. It's an interesting Tosfot that explains that it's three amot up, that uh, just the body not including the head, and the proof is from Megillat Esther that the tree that they hung in Haman is 50 amot tall. They didn't have a head, but they cut off their head, so it's only the body that was hanging, so it's uh, th- the body was three amot, and there was an amah for them to hang for each one, and there's, so there's one or two amot in between each one, and that's, uh, uh, that's how they got to 50. The Gemara continues, Tum'ot, we said Tum'ot, have what they're relying on. And the Gemara asks, Mikhtav Ketivan, they're written. So the Gemara explains, If there's a lentil size of a rodent, that's metameh, the tanya, 
the pasuk says, "Kolan u'gabahem," anyone who touches them, yachol bekolan. Maybe you have to touch the entire road in Tamud Lomar mehem from them. Yachol bemikzatay. Maybe if you even if you touched a little bit, Tamud Lomar bahem. You have to touch them. So how do you make both psukim work? There has to be a little bit that's like all of it. And And Chachamim figured out that it's the size of a lentil. Because the chomet, which is the smallest of all these rodents, when, it, uh, when it's a baby, I guess when it's small, it starts out the size of a, of a lentil. No, it's kizna valeta'a. It's the size of the lizard's tail. And the idea is because when you cut off the lizard's tail, it still moves after it was cut off. That means there's still some life left in it. And that's why even if you touch something the size of a lizard's tail, uh, of one of the rodents, you're tamay. And uh, since that's not written in the Torah explicitly, and Hachim had to learn it, that's why it just says, Yeshlam al-Mashik Smokho. Arayot, they said, who you allowed to marry, who you not allowed to marry, it's also, Ayeshlam al-Mashik Smokho, and the Gemara doesn't understand, Mikhtav Ketivan, it's written in the Torah, straight up, we have a parashat ha-haimot, Kedashim, it says, who you allowed to marry, who you not allowed to marry. So the Gemara explains, Lo nitzrecha lebito me'anusato de la ketiva. It's coming to add, that a person not allowed to marry his daughter that's born from a woman that he forced his way with. The understanding of the pasuk straight up is that a person is not allowed to be with the daughter from his wife, meaning it has to be his daughter through a marriage. And how do we know that even if it's his daughter not through a marriage, it's also a sword? It's it's uh, it's really atia hena hena atia zima zima. We have a shavav hena hena. That's for warning. We have a gzashava atia zima zima to punish, and that's how we're able to uh, get uh, some uh, some sort of pasuk to rely on. And Baruch Hashem, we have Rashi to explain everything of here. The pasuk said, "Irvat bat pircha bat pircha lo and the Gemaraniya Ba'amot explained that's talking about a granddaughter that was born from a child of an Anusa. person was, Reuven was honest, let's say they are, she has a son or daughter, that a child. And there's no explicit Isur in the Torah that a person not marry the daughter he had from the Anusa, even though it's a Kalva Homer, of course it should be Asur, but we don't punish someone from a Kalva Homer. And that's where the Gzra Shava came in. It says, "Arvat ishau bitalo tegalat bat benavid bat bitalo lotikah legalot arvata shara hena zima." It says hena and zima. And from bat beno from from the Anusa, it says, "Arvat bat bincha or bat betecha lotegale arvatan ki arvatecha hena." So you have the Gzra Shava hena hena. So you have the Gzra Shava. The same way with a person's actual wife, he's not allowed to be with his, the daughter. Same thing with the Anusai, not allowed to be with the daughter. So that's the warning. Now, once we got uh, them on the on the same page with the warning, now let's get them on the same page with the with the punishment. Over here, we just saw the word zimahi shara hena zimahi, and it says by bat Anusato, the daughter of the Anusa, it says veisha sheikah et isha veet ima zimahi. So you have the Gzashava to learn that the punishment is Serifan. That's how Rashi connects the entire thing. Okay. 
hen hen gufe Torah. These are the body of Torah. This is exactly what the Torah is all about. So the Gemara asks, Hane in Hanach La. It sounds like that last part in the Mishnah where you said that uh, there's what to rely on, and the, that's the Gufe Torah. You, t- you come and tell me, Dafka, the last part is part of Torah, but the, the first parts that we mentioned in the Mishnah is not uh, the Gufe of Torah. So the Gemara says, no, no, Ela, Emara, they have to say, Hen, Vehen, Gufe Torah. Everything written in the Mishnah, the last thing, the, the first things, everything is part of the body of Torah, they're the essential parts of the Torah, every part is important. Whether there's a lot of Pesukim, a little bit of Pesukim, a lot of explanation, not a lot of explanation, this is all part of the Torah. Hadran Allah, Hakol Hayavin, and now we're starting Perek and Doshin, the second Perek of Masechet Hagiga. The Mishnah starts in Doshin Ba'arayot, when we're teaching Arayot, who you allowed to marry, who you not allowed to marry, Bishlosha, it can't be more than three people. Velo b'ma'aseh bereshit bishnaim. And when discussing Ma'aseh Bereshit, now what Ma'aseh Bereshit is Mahloket, Tosfot says it's a name of 42 letters of Hashem that comes out from the first Psukim of Bereshit. You have the Rambam who says it's talking about the foundation of how the world was created. Veloba Merkava, and not the chariot of Hashem, which is the the, the first Perik in Yehezkel. Again, all these things of how Hashem runs the world. You can't even say it You can't even learn it by yourself. Unless a person was wise, he's able to understand things on his own. Whoever looks at four things, it would have been better for him if he never entered the world. What's above the skies? What's under the skies? What happened before the world was created? What's going to happen after the, the, the world? Anyone who is not concerned for the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it would have been better for him, he would deserve that he would never come to this world. So the Gemara starts, In the beginning you said, the Resha, you, should, you shouldn't learn by Merkava by yourself. Unless a person is wise and understands things on his own. So which one is it? So the Gemara explains, You do not teach Arayot to three people. And do not teach the Maaseh Bereshit concept to two people. You don't teach Merkava to one person. Unless you see that the student is wise and he's able to get things on his own. Why don't we teach Alayot to three? And you see Ish, Ish, that's Tere, She'er Besaro, that's Had. So that's three altogether. Hashem said, do not approach, do not come together to reveal nakedness, meaning the halachot of relationships. Uh, all these halachot of cursing uh, God or uh, or giving uh, or giving the child to the molech, all these things you should also only be able to teach the two people. Ela hanhu No, those cases it's coming to add that the goyim also they're not allowed to shemusharin al birkat Hashem. They're not allowed to curse Hashem. They're warned not to, to, to curse Hashem. It's birkat Hashem. It's, it's, it's sarcasm. Ba'al avodah zarah. They also not do avodah zarah. Ke Israel. So ish Jews. Uh, uh, the other ish is for Gentiles. 
הינמי מבעלי לרבות הגויים שמוזרים על עריות כישראל בדיוק לא עושה והיר בעריות איש איש את הגויים עושה have the concept of עריות just like Jews אלא יחסים דכתיב ושמעתם את משמרתי you have to observe you have to watch over my, uh, my watch you have to safeguard my safeguard ושמרתם תראה It says, Ushmatem, that sounds like two. Mishmati had, that's another one. Not to do any of these uh, disgusting customs of the Goyim. So you see, and that's talking about Arayot, so let's say you have three. That's the case. Ushmatem et Shabbat, Ushmatem et Matzot, Ushmatem et Mishmer et Kodesh. Yeah, Hachinam, you should say, only uh, to, you're able to teach it to three people, not more. Ela Amar Vashem. My endorshin barayot bishlosha, what does that mean? You don't teach arayot uh, in three. Endorshin bisitre arayot bishlosha. When it comes to arayot that are not explicitly written in the Torah, like we saw before, bitoma anusato, you had to learn it out of this, out of exashava, kalvachomer, all that type of stuff, you could only teach it to three. My tama, what's the reason? Sevarahu. It just makes sense. Logical reasoning. Betere. Two people, Kiatve, come Rabbi, when they're sitting in front of the Rabbi, Had Shakil Vitare Behade Rabbi. Well, the smart one goes back and forth, discusses with the Rabbi, Veidach Matzleudne Ligmara. And the other one sits over there and listens to what's going on. Tlata, what happens when there's three? Had Shakil Vitare Behade Rabbi. One guy is talking back and forth with the Rabbi. Vahanach Tere Shaklu Vitaru Behade Adade. And the other two are discussing with each other. Veloya Daemai Kamar. And they know what the Rabbi is saying to the other guy. Veloya they end up being matir, something that is asur when it comes to arayot. So the Gemara says, "Yehaki kol Torah nami." It should be like that. All the halachot Torah, not just arayot. So the Gemara says, "Arayot shani." No, arayot is different. They are more gezel ve'arayot nafsho shel adam mehamedatan u'mitava lahem. When it comes to robbery, stealing money, when it comes to arayot, a person lusts, he covets them so much. And uh, maybe, you know, if he doesn't uh, properly study them, then uh, he'll uh, rule leniently for himself. And that's why we need to take extra precautions when uh, teaching them. So the Gemara says, Yahachi, Gezel Nami. If that's the case, Gezel also, you should only be able to teach the laws of stealing, uh, three, not more. So the Gemara says, Arayot, Ben Bifanav, Ben Shil Bifanav, Nefesh Arayot, whether the person, whether it's in his face or not in his face, there's always a Yetzeh Hara, so it's very, very strong, so you have to take extra precautions. Gezel, Bifanav, Nefesh Gezel, when there's something in front of him, then he has a Yetzeh Bifanav, if it's not there in his face, no Nefesh the the Yetzeh is not as strong and doesn't covet it as much, and that's why when they're discussing the Halakha, you don't have to worry that the person is going to talk with the other friend, not learn something properly. Now, by the way, there's a famous Darachim Moshe over here that explains that this is Dafka in the time of the Tanaim Amoraim that they used to learn these halachot by heart. Today that we have Sfarim Baruch Hashem, the Shulchan Aruch, you could learn with more than one person. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Velo be bereshit bishnaim, we shouldn't be teaching Maase bereshit with two. Menahanemile, how do we know that? Etanura banan, Kishe al naleyamim rishonim. You should ask for what happened in the days in the past, the days that happened before you. One is allowed to ask and not two are allowed to ask. That shows you're only allowed to teach to one student. 
יכול לשאל אדם קודם שנברא העולם, maybe you could ask what happened even before the world was created, תמוד לומר למין היום אשר ברא אלוהים אדם על הארץ, since the day that Hashem created the man on the earth, but not earlier than that. יכול לא ישאל אדם מששת ימי בראשית, maybe a person is allowed to ask from what happened during the six days of creation before the man was created, because it says למין היום אשר ברא אלוהים אדם. תמוד לומר לימים ראשונים אשר היו לפניך, you're allowed to ask for the days which passed before you. So if that's the case, יכול לשאל אדם, maybe a person is allowed to ask, מה למעלה, what's on top of the world, ומה למטה, what's lower than the world, מה לפנים, מה לאחור, what's to the east, what's to the west, what's going on out of the, the, the world's realm. Now what exactly this means is argued by the מפרשים, we'll let anyone who wants to look into it go ahead. תמוד לומר, ומקצה השמיים ועד קצה השמיים, from one end to the sky to the other, Meaning, whatever is in between the edges of the skies, Atashuel, you're allowed to ask. Ven Atashuel, Malemala, Malemata, Prince Nala to ask what's above the edge of the sky and what's below the edge of the sky. Malifanim, Malahor, and what's before and what's after, what's east to west of the sky. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Leolam, Amen, Ve Amen.